Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, James Collins and Billy Crone look inside the great COVID deception. But first, Greg Patton will share how to overcome being discouraged. Our Studio 50 project to update our recording studio equipment and software has just gone over 50% of our goal. We say thank you to everyone who has helped us get over the halfway mark. You can give by calling 1-800-652-1144, or you can give online, swrc.com. Thank you. My friends, are you discouraged? Greg Patton is here to talk about something that invades all of our lives sooner or later. Thoughts from Today's World with Greg Patton. It's the new America, a flood of evil, God versus Satan, good versus evil. You know, God judged everything in this old world as either good or evil. And I mean, God is not up in heaven today, wringing his hands, scratching his head and saying, you know, I'm not sure. Let me think about this as to whether this is good or evil. He knows instantly if it's good or evil. God judges a nation's action. The United States of America, like any nation, has done great good, but it's also done horrific evil, has it not? At just 244 years old, the United States has been the world reserve currency since around 1944. And the question comes up, how could such a young nation rise up so quickly as a leader of the whole world? You know, the Bible says in Psalm 39, first part of verse 12 there, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Our founders sought God, studied his word as the foundation on which to base our constitution and our governmental laws. This nation's acknowledgement of people's God-given unalienable rights and personal sovereignty, along with free enterprise and capitalism, has led to an almost unparalleled creativity in this country and the inventions and the overall prosperity. But there's another message here. Just as Moses threw down the rod of God and it became a snake, the Pharaoh's magicians threw down their rods, which became snakes. In other words, as God has worked to build a Christian-based nation, Satan has been working overtime, and he's counterfeiting and lying and trying to corrupt this great country. Unfortunately, Satan's infiltration and man's propensity towards sin have been made evident throughout such avenues as the establishment of the Federal Reserve System in 1913, turning from a neuropathic to allopathic medicine in 1922. That simply means a natural body remedy versus all the drugs and the radiation and the special surgeries. And how long has that been going on? since 1922. And then we took prayer out of the public school in 1962. Wasn't that something? Beginning mainstream abortion, the murder of 3,500 babies every day. Roe versus Wade, 1973. How many we murdered? Over 60 million and counting. And then we are legalizing homosexuality, and God certainly speaks out about that in Romans 13. All of these things and many more sins and direct opposition to God's laws are bringing consequential judgment on the United States of America. 
Here's the question that keeps coming up. Is there any hope? Should we throw in the towel at this point? You know, back in the Old Testament book of 2 Kings, chapter 21, we read of perhaps the most wicked king in biblical Old Testament history. His name, Manasseh. Now, his grandson, Josiah, was the most godly king in the Old Testament. You cannot find where Manasseh's kingdom was judged until after Josiah passed away. You know, God could show mercy and delay his judgment on the United States of America. In Genesis 18.24, Abraham pleads for God to spare the cities for just 10 righteous people. Praise God, there are more than 10 righteous in the United States of America. If God was done with this country and Christian capitalism, I think he would have allowed Hillary Clinton to become president of the United States and usher in quickly socialism to the United States. Now, where we are with Joe Biden and the team, that's another question. What's happening? You know what? You can tell an awful lot about someone by observing who their enemies are. I mean, seriously, I have never seen a president so attacked as was Donald Trump by the left-leaning loonies and the other politicians. Yep, they knew that he was working in a position to expose and bring, well, litigation against most of them. Romans chapter 13, verse 3 teaches rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Yeah, the Word of God teaches that judgment, well, it begins at the house of God. 1 Peter four seventeen. Why in the house of God? Because God expects thieves to steal, right? Oh, yeah, you know this is true. What does he expect liars to do? Lie. But you're a child of God. He expects his children to be about his business, according to Luke 2.49. Unfortunately, the church has been more of a social club as of late for Christians than a place to be obedient to the Father's commission. It appears that the left is revealing what they have done. Each time they accuse a conservative, a Christian about something, you find they are actually guilty of their projected accusations. Let go along with Romans 2, 1 through 3. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou judgest doest the very same things. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to the truth against them which committeth such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them which do such things, and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? And it goes on to this very day. I think we're in a trial period with this pandemic stuff. Just seeing how far you'll let them push you. We're doing a pretty good job of it. TV nonstop, got to get your shots, sure. Don't buy it, my friend. 25% of pharmaceutical income in the last year has come through these vaccines, and now they're recording record numbers, dollars everywhere. My, oh, my. So what do you think is going to happen in the days ahead? We are in the last days. Our government judgment must take place before God can bless us again. Proverbs chapter 2. Read verses 8 through 11, Proverbs 13, 23, Proverbs 21, verse 3 through 7, and verses 11 and 15. Smite a scorner, and the simple will beware. Proverbs 19, 25, the government would experience a revival and the church would awaken. 
if we did as King Josiah did and pulled down those high places, he started reigning at age 12, was it? High places, the cultic shrines out there today, images, pillars of stone standing to represent the presence of the male god Baal, also known to control storms, Joshua 10, 11. The groves, plural forms of Asherah, the goddess who was the consort of Baal. Ashram, where posts or trees carved to symbolize this goddess. Also, Asa removed the Sodomites, 1 Kings fifteen twelve. After that, the list of corrections goes on and on and on. Now, if these corrections are made, America could go into some sort of great prosperity in her history. What can Christians do? We certainly know Second Chronicles seven fourteen. I have used this verse so many times, and you've heard it proclaimed as well. What to do? If my people, which are called by my name, that's you, going to humble yourself, pride's a big problem today, pray, seek the face of Almighty God, turn from your wicked way. God's got a promise there. Oh, it's as good today as it was in the Old Testament then. God will forgive their sin, heal their land. We need to, according to Ephesians 4.15, stand in love for the truth. Ephesians 4.15, be about your father's business. Luke 2.49, study to show yourself approved unto God. 2 Timothy 2.15, live in holiness. Hebrews 12.14, sure, it could happen. God could heal our land. He wants obedience more than sacrifice. However, sacrifice may be necessary. Our founders gave most of their money and in some cases their lives so that you can enjoy this great free country that you have today. But beware, the warning comes. We are one generation away from losing the greatest country that has ever existed. As Ben Franklin said, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. America is the main thing standing between oppressive communist governments and the free world. And we must and we will stand as long as we stay on the side of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's so important for us to recognize that. You know, a democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. We have a republic in the United States of America. This whole thing only exists until the voters discover this secret, and I think it's happened in America. You can vote yourself generous benefits from the public treasury. And when that happens, from that very moment on, the majority always votes for candidates promising them the most benefits from the public treasury, with the result that a democracy always collapses over a loose fiscal policy. What is happening in the United States of America? Well, we're giving away the farm. What was Biden's latest move? Let's just forgive all of the college debt. We're forgiving everything. It's easier to stay home and collect money from Uncle Sam than it is to go to work. Who in the world wants to go to work? The average age of a world great civilization, 200 years. Did you know that? These nations have progressed through this sequence, and here's where we are. You go from bondage to spiritual faith. If you're without Jesus Christ today, you are in spiritual bondage. If you are in sin today or under demonic control, you are in bondage. So the sequence is that bondage has you, but you go from bondage to spiritual faith. We're on our way. And then from spiritual faith to great courage. 
From courage, you go to liberty, and from liberty to abundance. Is this not the United States of America? From abundance, oh, the root of most sins, selfishness. And then you go from selfishness to complacency, and from complacency to apathy, and from apathy, then here's where we are, dependence, and then from dependence, there you go. You're right back into bondage. It's a great merry-go-round. So where do you think we are in the history of the United States of America? Is Jesus Christ coming soon? I need some of the word. How about you? Psalm 86, 12 through 13, I'm going to praise you, O Lord my God, with all of my heart, and I will glorify your name forevermore. For great is your mercy toward me, and you have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. Save today. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How about this? Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are his sanctuary. They're right there in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering. Come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness and tremble before him all the earth. The words of Psalm 96, starting at verse 2 through verse 9. But now, thus saith the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Isaiah 43, 1, and then verse 6 and 7. You know, Martin Luther said, resolve that every man should live to the glory of God. Are you doing that today? And he said, resolved second, that whether others do this or not, I will. Are you ready for a revival to start in your heart if it starts with no one else? J.I. Packer said, we dishonor God if we proclaim a Savior who satisfies, and then we go around being discontented. Diedrich Bonhoeffer, your life as a Christian should make non-believers question their disbelief in Almighty God. That is fantastic. Chuck Swindoll, God is able to take your life with all of the heartache and all of the pain and all of the regret and all of the missed opportunities and use it for his glory. How many of you A.W. Tozer fans? If God gives you a few more years, remember, it is not yours. Your time must honor God. Your home must honor God. Your activity must honor God. And everything you do must honor God. Make your thoughts a sanctuary that God can inhabit. And don't let any of the rest of your life dishonor God. See to it that not a foot of ground is unholy. See to it that every hour and every place is given to God. 
Sinclair B. Ferguson said, how do we bring glory to God? The Bible's short answer is, by growing more and more like Jesus Christ every day. That's a good challenge for us today, isn't it? I will praise you, Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations, for your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be above all of the earth. Psalm 57, 9, 10, and 11. Tremendous portions of Scripture. What a challenge today, my Christian friend. America, is she lost? Can we give up hope? Remember, no matter what happens, if you understand the Word of God, He is in absolute control no matter how it looks. He's orchestrating things. Do I get discouraged? Do you get discouraged? Of course. We want this thing to go right. You have a direction you want to go. You believe that it's biblical. So when it goes in the opposite direction and your good is called evil and evil is called good, well, that's all messed up. Now what do we do? Continue to do what you've always done. Follow him, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And finally, let me ask you today, do you have real peace? Every year, people spend so much money, homes, cars, clothes, vacations, all of that with the hope of finding some peace and contentment. But there is no peace in this old world apart from Almighty God. And while the Lord gives us many good things to enjoy, contentment and real peace are not based on what you have, does not emanate from material perspectives. It's based on a right relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. There are many who try to solve their problems without the help of anyone else, especially Almighty God. Nicodemus was a ruler of the Jews. He was a Pharisee, a member of the Sanhedrin. He also was a scholar. And from a human perspective, he had it all. He had the money, he had the power, he had the position. And still, what's wrong? Something's missing here. He came to Jesus under night's cover, didn't he? Seeking an answer to the questions that he had. He needed a Savior. This is John chapter 3. And Jesus was the only answer still true today. Is there something missing in your life? Do you wonder if you're ever going to feel the joy and contentment that the Bible promises? There is a way, and that's through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. So whatever's missing there today, God has the answer. Before his death, Jesus told his disciples, Peace, I leave you. My peace I give you, not as the world gives, John fourteen twenty seven. God's peace is unshakable. God's peace is eternal. When Jesus Christ comes into your life, he brings eternal peace with him. It's not only salvation peace that comes, but a residing peace that is perfectly fit for every individual and every aspect of your life. Nicodemus faced a decision. Today, maybe you'd face that same decision. Choose to trust Christ at the point of salvation and with the entirety of your life. Peace is the evidence of our faith in a sovereign and holy God. What did he say? God will never leave you nor forsake you. Don't listen to the father of lies. Focus on Jesus Christ. Just glance at the devil. Focus on Jesus. It's a great way to live and a great way to die. Thank you, Greg. Get this complete message by Greg Patton on CD when you call 1-800-652-1144.
Now, here's James Collins and Billy Crone with a moment of prophecy. In Matthew 24, Jesus' disciples came to him and asked him, Lord, tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Then Jesus answered them and said, Take heed that no man deceive you. The very first thing the Lord Jesus Christ warned about is a clear-cut sign that the prophesied seven-year tribulation and his second coming at the end of the tribulation were at hand was an unparalleled time of global deception. Could it be that the current COVID-19 crisis is part of that deception? Joining me to talk about this subject is Pastor Billy Crone. He's produced a DVD set and a book called The Great COVID Deception. Pastor Billy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Pastor Collins. Always great to be on. Your first section in The Great COVID Deception deals with the statistics of COVID. Isn't it true that COVID has an overall survivability rate of 99.8%? Yeah, that sounds pretty horrid, doesn't it? (laughs) Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, think about that. Not 9% survival rate, not 9.8% survival rate, 99.9% chance you're going to survive. So right out of the gates, what in the world is people freaking out? Now, does that mean it's not real? Oh, no, of course it's real. Again, where did it come from and who's responsible? That's another discussion. But it is real. But guess what? That puts it on par with something like the flu. Is everybody all freaking out over the flu? Now, am I saying the flu is not real? Of course it's real. But that's on the level, statistically, what you're dealing with here. Certainly no reason to shut down the economy, do the lockdowns, fire people from their jobs, rip away our freedoms, even more so. There's no justification for that. It's obvious today that you cannot trust anything that comes out of the news media. In the DVD of The Great COVID Deception, you have a video clip of many different news media outlets, and they're all saying the exact same thing. You can't trust anything that comes out of the media, can you? No, it's not. That goes back to another study that we did, a documentary called Subliminal Seduction, How the Mass Media Mesmerizes the Minds of the Masses. And that's what the media is being used to do, is to push a narrative. And that narrative is that you need to freak out You need to be afraid. And, oh, by the way, now that you're freaked out and afraid, we know that because you're in that state, you're more apt to surrender your freedoms. Oh, and by the way, you're afraid of this crisis, which we produced in the first place, because then you in your state of fear will allow us to not just take away your freedoms, but to produce the solution, and you'll go along with the whole thing. And the media is complicit with the whole narrative. The media is the biggest brainwashing tool on the planet. And they are habitual liars. That's very easy to demonstrate. And that's what we do in our study is we basically string it all together to see how often, how much we've been lied to. And my point is, how many times do they need to lie before you say, you know what, probably not a good source of information. And dare I say as a born-again Christian, why in the world would I spend more time on the lying secular media than what God has to say? Well, I know many people who've been in so-called Facebook jail for sharing something on social media about COVID. Anything you share on social media gets a message that says, for the truth about COVID, see our COVID Resource Center. So basically, you can't trust social media either, right? No, you can't because they're all tied together. But we demonstrate all forms of media, which is now global, which basically puts what George Orwell warned about in 1984, makes that look like chump change. Now it's on steroids. But global media... They can now affect the minds of the whole planet in a multitude of media formats. 
right? And so we expose it, whether it's radio, whether it's the news outlets, newspapers, whether it's books, whether it's the secular educational system, whether it's the entertainment system, television, Hollywood, movies, and of course the latest form of media, like you mentioned, cell phone driven oftentimes, but social media, internet, things of those nature. And we demonstrate that these guys have purposely, the same elites, have purchased up these media outlets on a global basis, and they admit on tape we're using them to, quote, control the narrative of what they want the planet to believe and know and react. Now, what does that phrase mean, control the narrative? That's basically a creative way of saying we did this to, quote, brainwash the planet. And that's why I tell people, listen, at least be balanced as a Christian. I'm not saying stick your head in the sand don't be informed. I'm just saying be careful what you're being informed with and balance it out. If you're going to spend five hours a day watching a news channel, how about spend five hours a day at least in the Bible so you would have the mind of Christ? And dare I say, I don't know why you spend that much time in the news media anyway, when you could demonstrate that these guys are lying to their teeth. You talk about the variants in the great COVID deception. Pastor Billy, do you think there will always be another variant? Certainly they could, because it's worked too well for them, right? It started with the original COVID, then it went to the next variant, the Delta, then it went to the Omicron, right? And I like the one guy says, hey, the next one, I think I know what the name of it's going to be, because there's always going to be another, quote, scariant, right? But again, they may do that, or... This may have run its course, so to speak, maybe. Then they still won't try to get mileage out of it, this COVID agenda. But their goal is to do the Great Reset, drive and destroy the economies down into the ground. And COVID has done a pretty good job at that, but it's not far along enough. So that's why a lot are now saying that that's why they're dropping COVID like a hot rock and they're moving on to the next scariant, not a bug, but a war going on with Russia and Ukraine. And that's going to further demolish the global economies and take these guys down further along their goal to smash it to smithereens so they could reset it. My guest today has been Pastor Billy Crone. We've been talking about his new book and DVD set, The Great COVID Deception. The book is over 300 pages. The DVD set contains over seven hours of teaching. And you can get the book, the DVD set, or both by calling 1-800-652-1144, or you can order online at swrc.com. It is definitely true that we see more and more deception in this world each day. But there is coming a day when the deception will be at an all-time high and people will be willing to take the mark on their right hand or forehead so that they will be able to buy and sell. But those who are believers in Jesus Christ will be raptured out before the tribulation. So we say, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. This is James Collins reminding you that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Order the Great COVID Deception book and DVD set by Billy Crone when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. That's the Great COVID Deception book and two-DVD set by Billy Crone. Order yours today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow, Terry James analyzes converging prophetic signs for the end of days. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. 
Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Thank you.